Welcome back to Football Lenses, everybody, the podcast where we talk about football. I'm AJ, and with me is Baka. Baka. Yep. I'm still trying to figure out, like, the perfect intro. I don't know it. So many things run through my head, but, like, I don't know what to say. We're trying a new recording technique, by the way. So if you notice a difference in audio levels or audio quality, let us know. They won't. Some of them will. Okay. Yeah, fair. Just not on social media. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Speaking of people reaching out to us off of social media, we're going to do something that, well, let's be honest, most people with a football podcast have done. One signing every club should make in January. Oh, my days. Yes, Now, we're a week from the end of the transfer window. Which means some teams have already made signings. Good and bad. Exactly. So we're going to talk about A, who's already been signed a little bit, and B, where teams can continue to improve. To yeah. start us off, top of the league, first place, the Gooners, the Gunners, God, the me. mighty Arsenal. It hurts. London is. Red. I wouldn't say that. Well, take it away. Well, if you've been living under a rock, Arsenal top of the league. Recently, they beat Manchester United 3-2 in a fantastic game. A game that is a epitome of football heritage, if I do say so myself. They recently signed somebody, Trissard, who made an appearance for like, 15, 20 minutes, maybe? It wasn't long. I think it was like five, wasn't it? Didn't he, I think Probably. I'm pretty sure he came on in like the 86th. So was I guess it, really it was I guess late? it was like 10 because of all the added time. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like, but either way, I mean, a lot of I, I saw a lot of Arsenal fans complain about that signing. I thought it was a decent signing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. And he, he showed what he's got to the few minutes he was he had the ball. I think that the reason that they were so, so upset with the signing is because... They expected somebody They expected else. Mudrick. Yeah. And they got Trussard, which, like, Trussard's already proven that he's good in the Premier League. Yeah. They're complaining because he's older. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Just but, like, age. realistically, like, he helps with depth up top. <laughs> um, Something that Arsenal do like is depth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was a smart signing, but if they were to sign somebody else in this January transfer window... Who do you think would be a smart signing for them to have to try to actually win the Premier League to add to their depth or maybe even just their first team? Well, right now, Arsenal are linked to a right back. The, the right back I talked about last week, his name is Ivan Franceda. Mm-hmm. Arsenal are linked to him, which I think would be a good signing because they're playing two center backs at right back right now. Right. They've signed a winger in Trossard, which we just talked about, and they've signed a center back from Spezia, some Mm -hmm. 22-year-old. Yeah. But to me, the place that they need the most reinforcement, not in a starting capacity, but in a depth capacity, is in the midfield. And someone that's been heavily linked to Arsenal for several seasons now Yori T. Lemons. Fair. 
I think like Arsenal are top of the league for a reason. But without Partey. They start to crack. They're not as good. And obviously Tielmans and Partey aren't the same player. But Yori is I would say pretty close. I feel like he's more attacking, isn't he? He is, but realistically like He's a good center mid. Party's not that good defensively. To begin with. Fair. Like he's just like he, he he's good enough defensively for a CDM, but he's not that good. So realistically if you slide Jaka back deeper to the six, and then you could put Tielmans in where Jaka's playing right now. If party's not playing. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. Um Mine's not as far off as yours. Uh, for me, it's in the midfield, too. Mm-hmm. I think they need depth there because they lose either Chaka or Partey. It starts, you know, coming down a yeah. bit. Um, I've actually went for Frank Kessier from Barca. Barca want to sell. Man probably wants to leave. He adds a lot of depth to that team. And he's, you know, he's a like proven a- CDM. Maybe not in the Prem, but, like, he's a proven CDM. He's He's yeah. done it with AC Milan. He's been decent at Barca, except they don't really play him just because I don't know what the fuck's going on at Barca. Mm-hmm. But I think Frank Kessio would be a decent signing, and I don't think he'd be that expensive considering they have to sell him and he's willing to leave. Fair. So that's why I say. I mean, I think with the attacking options that they or that they have already, including Trossard and the defensive signings they've made, I think if they get a midfielder like Kessio, who's somebody that wants to leave, and Barca are willing to sell probably for a cheap price, I think it's it's a pretty smart move for someone like Arsenal. I think he'd fit with them decently. I can't I can't disagree. That would actually be pretty good. Um, second in the Premier League, Manchester City. City, City. I think this one's one of the harder ones, to be honest. What a game over the weekend, by the way. Holland scores another hat trick. Yeah, fourth in the Premier League. Premier League team, man. Same. Jesus. My captain. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Manchester City. Who do they sign and why? Me? I thought it was pretty hard ish. Simply because that city, like, look at their team. Mm. Like, they have a hell of a team. So I started looking at maybe somewhere they can improve right now. It could maybe be within the fullbacks. Mm hmm. So I started thinking maybe they're left back. And the first player that came to mind was Theo Hernandez, right? Yeah. And I started thinking, I don't know if he's the type of player that would go midseason. They would have to pay, pay a hefty price, which I know they're not scared of. But I feel like somebody that would be a decent alternative would be Rafael Guerrero from Dortmund. Just for the depth in that position. Because he could probably play their Champions League games. He'd probably be better off in that, like playing those games. And, I mean, realistically, like, they need the depth back there, in my opinion. Fair. So I'm going with the left back, Guerrero, from Dortmund. I'm going to be honest. I had the exact same mindset. For real? And I'm going with Guerrero as well. <laughs> because, obviously, Teo Hernandez would be ideal. Right. But it's January. Yeah, he's not leaving right now. Summer, like transfers, maybe. Even in summer, it's like hard to get him, but it's not impossible. 
But I think in January, especially right now where Milan is. He's not going to want to leave that team. He's they lost 4-0 to Lazio today. And they're not going to want to sell him. No. No matter what city. He's going to be over 100 mil. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess we both agree. Um, Third place, though, is your your Newcastle. My mighty tune. Tell me, what do you think your team means? <sighs> I'm torn because there's two players that I'm thinking there's, for this position. I have two, too. But, like, I, I, I picked one, but I have two in mind, but I picked one. And it's hard because we've been linked with a lot of players. And we're still trying to sign a lot of players. And we're keeping it realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it realistic. Um, we're linked right now with Anthony Gordon from Everton. Okay. Terrible move in my opinion. He's really not that good. And all he does is die. But in, I trust Eddie. So <laughs> if Eddie wants him. He wants to leave too. He wants to leave. He does want to leave. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Oh, especially because Super Frankie was sacked. Frank Lampard. We talked about it last week. Who's next to be sacked? And And not even a week later. It was Frank. R.I.P. Frank Lampard. (sighs) Regardless, as I said, I have two options. Let me hear him. Let me hear him. And I think the more realistic one is James Madison. Yeah. See, I had the same mindset. Between Tillemans and Madison, because mm-hmm. obviously they want to leave Leicester. Newcastle being linked with them. Mm-hmm. But I threw him out the equation. I said, no, not in January. They're not leaving in January. Leicester's going to fumble the bag and let him go for a lot cheaper in the summer. I can see that. Now my second player, and I know we're only doing one, so my my one is Madison. Okay, fair, fair, fair. But I, I get but you. But yeah. ideally, and it's going to be harder to bring this guy in than it is to bring in Madison... Moises Caicedo. Okay. We have the money. He's young. Mm-hmm. He's a six. If we play him at the six, then Bruno can play further up the field. Where Which he needs to do, he right? He needs to do. Yeah. 100%. Because we have no creativity in midfield. So that's why I was torn. It was either we push yeah, yeah. Bruno upfield to give us a little bit of a spark, or we bring in someone that's attacking that gives us the spark, which is why I ultimately went with Madison because I think he is more attacking. Inserting 100%. him, we're going to get more of a spark than we would just pushing Bruno upfield. When it came to that, I was thinking the same thing, and I was torn between who I should pick. The one I'm not picking and the one that was basically like the maybe was Edison Alvarez because you need a CDM so Bruno can play more up top. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, realistically, I don't really like watch Newcastle as much as obviously you would. Yeah. And I know defensively, like even without a, like, a proper CDM, they're great. They're good. So I'm thinking, who's somebody that could, you know, help them maybe create more chances or score more goals, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking Marcus Duram from Gladbach. We've actually been linked to him. Everybody's linked to him. Yeah, but, like, he's, like, good friends with St. Maximin. Oh, for real? So St. Maximin said, like, bring him bring could, him to the court. Dude could play on the left mostly, but he could also play through the middle. Yeah. And I think it'd be really good for you guys' attack. And not only that, he's in pretty good form for He's in decent form, yeah. Went to the World Cup, did his thing. Um... Yeah, could play on the left, replacing St. Maximin, play in the middle, replacing basically as a backup striker, just playing as a cam roll. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I picked for Newcastle, because to me, from what I've seen, I think defensively, for this season at least, you guys are quite solid. Yeah. I think it's scoring more that would be is the problem, at least from my point of view. As of today, we actually beat Southampton in the first leg of the, F- of the Carbaro Cup semifinal. It was our 10th consecutive clean sheet. That's crazy. 
Considering who your defenders are, like... Nick Pope is up to 16 clean sheets on the season in all competitions. Like, not disrespecting, but, like, considering who your, like, defense is, like... Dan Burnett, left back. Nobody's, like, a big-name defender. Except maybe Trippier, but... Sven Botman, a Rolls-Royce in the back. 23 years old. That's crazy. So happy that we stole him from AC Milan. Yeah, that's crazy. Milan kind of need him right now. Fabian Schaar, back in his Rafa days form. And then, of course, Kieran Trippier, our captain. I mean, my, my, hat, captain. My, my hat's off to Eddie Howe for pulling that off, Yeah, to be honest. Um, let's see if we'll, they'll get top four with that. Um, in fourth, though, is Manchester United. What are we thinking? <sighs> I'm going to go with a name that you just mentioned. Oh, Thuram. Marcus Thuram. <laughs> now, I, I don't think he would be best... Suited in Manchester United, like I feel like, like he would be a good fit, but I feel like there's better fits. So like, if it was the summer, and there was more money, and it was easier to sign players, then the person I would be going with would be Victor Osimhen. Oh, he has to come. But in January, they're asking thirty five million for him. Marcus That's Turam. That's nothing for Marcus Turam. Not fair. Um. I think they need a striker, like, not, I don't think they need a world-class striker, I think they need somebody to just get the job done, like, when they brought in Cavani, he okay. did his thing. Yeah. Um, they brought in Wergos, what, I Waghurst. Right, right, yeah, the, what did Mark Wilber say? He has a Harry Potter name, I don't even, like, two years ago, I didn't know who he was. To um, be fair, my man had, like, the most defensive recoveries for United he over did. the weekend. He, I, I saw him in the back, and I'm like, I don't know why he's back there, but he's doing his thing. He was. Fair enough, but I think they need, like... A striker with, like, a striker's instinct. And I feel like this is probably my most controversial one, and it's probably very out there, by Mitrovic. I've actually seen that online. Did you? That people are saying, like, they should go for Mitro. The, here's the thing, right? The only reason I don't think they go for Mitro, especially, oh, A, Fulham's not selling him in January. No chance. Because I didn't want to pick players that are already in the Prem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to avoid that, but there's a couple I have in there that are from the Prem. Yeah. Because obviously you sell a player to another team, they have to replace them, so and then your pick is like, oh, we'll replace them. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. Yeah. But I think Mitra would be the type of striker to just do the dirty work for them and just put put in the net. Like, yeah. I think. Plus someone said, like, it would be good because United, like, He'd be able to hold the ball up and then exactly. play it, in, play it yeah. into Rashford. He's really play good it at into that. Martial, play because it they have other forwards that could really. He, I think he would mix well because yeah. he's a very type of different player, but that would suit the way United's other forwards are. Yeah. So that's that's my little one that's out there. I could see it. The only reason that again I don't think it would happen is a, it's January and there's no oh, way for him to let them leave. Yeah. But b no. because the, like I think they're one of the only teams that are gonna go for go in for Harry Kane in the summer. So, like, why okay. buy me throw now when you can buy Harry Kane? Or I, could, I see that's months. the thing, too. I was going to try to do loans for some of these teams, yeah. but I want to do, like, just buy. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't want to do loans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and fifth is Spurs. I personally, out of the top six, I've probably seen the Spurs the least. But from what I've seen, out of everything that stinks, mm-hmm. they're just not scoring goals. I think their attack stinks. Okay. Sun's super out of form. Kane's there. And, like, that's really it up top. Richarlson, <laughs> flop. Flop this season. Straight up. So, I think somebody that they could buy 
and could be a good future investment is uh I'm gonna probably butcher his first name is it Gonzalo Ramos the Portuguese yeah I'm I'm gonna say him for Spurs I think he'd be a decent signing decent World Cup pretty good at Benfica um I think he could shake things up a bit have some competition up top I think that should hopefully motivate someone like Son to start playing better um Richarlison gets benched he's gonna be like well I gotta start you know doing better. Um, he's playing more on the left, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So it's mostly Son because he's it's terrible. I mean, Richarlison, yeah, he can play striker, but he's still got Kane. Um, he's mostly for Son, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I have for Spurs. Spurs is a hard one for me because I watch a lot of Spurs, regretfully, because they're so shit. <laughs> you find it entertaining? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> even find it entertaining. I don't know why I watch them continuously. But as part of the Juve situation, where they got deducted 15 points, Spurs director or president, whatever the hell he is, oh yeah, he stepped is down. suspended for two years. Oh, but he didn't step down? He didn't step down, but he's suspended for two years. Oh, okay. And Kulisevsky and Bentoncourt may be suspended as well if they're found guilty of... Being part of the, the false accusations oh, of wages. Uh, Which means Spurs' two best players yeah, literally. might be gone. That's an entire midfield. Yeah. Oh, I did not see that. So if they don't get suspended, I think that the player they should go for, who they're heavily linked to, is Pedro Porro. Because Emerson I, Royale yeah, I've seen shots for that. is awful. He literally cannot fucking defend. And he also can't attack. He's terrible. I don't know how he's... Still in the prem, but fair enough. So I think it'd be Pedro Porro if they don't get suspended. If they do get suspended, someone that Spurs have been linked to and Conte wants to bring in, Weston McKinney. McKinney was, the, yeah, yeah. Because, like, realistically, he does what Benton Core does. But when they were both at Juve together, McKinney played over Benton Core. Because, like, they do the same thing. They do, yeah. But Weston's bigger, faster. More athletic. More athletic, exactly. Yeah. Which, in the Premier League, it, yeah. is I, I extremely mean, beneficial. I, I have McKinney on uh, my list for a team. I'm not going to say who because I switched him out. <clears throat> but uh, I, I, I do think he'd do good in the Prem. Um, next, we have Brighton. Uh, who you got for Brighton? I'm going to be honest, there are a, f- a few teams on here that I, I don't have players for. Brian, I did, like, one of the last tour team yeah. teams that I did. Brian was one of the last ones that I put one in for because it's difficult because they don't need anybody. Yeah. So, I don't have anyone specific for Brian. But I was doing some research, and I've seen a lot of people pick, I don't know how to say it, but the, the Moroccan. Onahi? Onahi. Look at that. What do, I, what do I have for Brighton right there? Yeah. <laughs> because realistically, Moises Caicedo, if he's not gone in January, he's gone this summer. I have Onahi for Brighton. And they need they need midfield depth. Yeah. And somehow, which we alluded to earlier in the year when we did the predictions, we said we kind of predicted Southampton to struggle and Brighton to do well because... We said they're both like feeder clubs, but the difference is, is Brighton, every time that they sell someone, yeah, they, they bring in they bring yeah. in five players that are young 
hungry and just like they just do what they right do. Because Brighton now are Southampton were in the 2010s. Exactly. So, no, I mean it's it's funny that you say that because we we didn't show each other our lists at all. No. Like we have no idea. So I literally have Unahi in because I knew they need they're gonna need depth. He's young. They get rid of Caicedo. McAllister by the summer is probably gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean we have the ex- exact same reasoning. Um, Who do you have for number seven? Fulham. Fulham. An interesting one. So I didn't want to put uh, players already in the Prem going to other Prem teams, but I did for some. So obviously I said if you should get Mitro, he would leave. But if that weren't the case, I think they could have some help in the midfield with Yunus Musa from Valencia. I think he would be good. Had a good World Cup. He's been doing decent at Valencia. He's young, he's explosive, decent on the ball, and can distribute it. I think he'd be a decent shot for a young player to, you know, come off the bench and get some experience and help them out a bit. Fair. And I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. For me, Fulham was another one that I find hard because, honestly, Fulham, <clears throat> I feel like they could replace half of their team and, like, instantly become better. But the thing is, like, but like there's it's such a, a unit already. Exactly. Like, it's working. Yeah. Um. One player, and I don't know how realistic it is, that I think would be well-suited at Fulham, alongside Mitrovic. Because I feel like, besides Mitro, they don't really have that. Like, the, It's weird because, like, as I just said, they're attacking prowess. And their whole team overall really isn't that good. But somehow together they're good. Mm. They do need another strike, like a backup, huh? They do need a backup. But I was thinking more of like a... Not a backup, but kind of like a striking partner. Okay. Colo Muani. Okay. From France. That's decent. He brings pace. He brings skill. And he showed what he's capable of at the World Cup. So I think kind of how we alluded to Mitro being able to hold the ball up and play it into Rashford. It would be the same thing with Fulham, with Muani. And after the World Cup, there were a lot of links with him leaving. Is he still playing in Lisbon? No. Muani? Is he the one that plays at Frankfurt? Yeah. Okay, so he's just French. He's not in France. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was confused. Yeah. So I think that that would be good. No, yeah, 100%. I feel that he is a decent player. Quick. Uh... I would say the opposite of Mitro, so they could complement each other. Um, fair, fair. Who else is on here? Brentford. Um, this one, I feel like I did because as I was doing research, I didn't realize how serious the Ivan Tonic thing was. Yeah. About, you know, his uh, what was it, gambling thing. Uh-huh. So, a lot of people were saying, like, you know, they should get a striker in case he's actually, you know, gone for a couple months or until uh-huh. the end of the season. So, I decided to go with a striker. Uh, I think Brentford are decent overall, to be honest. I probably might have gone with somebody else if it wasn't for the Ivan Tony situation. Okay. Um, but I went with Jonas Wind from, I believe, Wolfsburg. Decent striker, having a decent season. Um, and, yeah, that's just what I went with because... I've known about him for a little bit. I figured he's probably going to get picked up by a bigger team eventually. I just don't know where because I don't really know where he'd fit. I think Brentford would be a decent place to start. 
for a Premier League debut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You? For me. And this one might be a little bit, I don't know if I would call it controversial, but it is pretty unlikely, I would say. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Hmm. He hasn't hit the ground running for Everton since he returned from injury like a year ago. Everton's in the mud, so he's obviously going to want to leave. Especially in the summer, so you might as well get your money. Exactly. And as you alluded to, they need backup strikers, so. Yeah. And they're kind of, I don't want to say they're the same striker, but like, they're similar enough where I feel like you could take out Tony and you could plug in Tony Calvert-Lewin. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, either way, we both agree basically that Brentford needs a striker. 100%. Um, ninth, though, is Liverpool. <sighs> I feel like there's only one player that Liverpool should sign. And I know who you're going to say, and that's why I didn't put him. And, like, I'm not going to pick him because everyone knows it's who he should who they should sign. You're speaking about Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. Yeah. No, I didn't put him for that reason. But, I, again, I didn't go with him. Yeah. Instead, Amrabat. Okay. I have him on my list, but for somebody else. I feel like as soon as the World Cup ended, his transfer, like, the rumors were high. And they've ever since down. cooled down. Yeah. But well, he's like, a little bit older, though, isn't he? He is. But he's got experience on him. He's decent. He's a he's a good hard worker. Exactly. In the midfield. And Liverpool, their their worst area on the pitch right now is in the midfield. I don't think anybody can disagree. So, I mean, they've been playing fucking Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. <laughs> Poor bastard. And what, what can he do that Amrabat can't? Nothing. Fair. So. And it creates depth because him being you know the player right now to be in that position, he's also very injury prone. Yeah. I've also gone with the midfield. Um, this is one of the ones where I didn't want to make the selection, but I thought it would be a smart move because he wouldn't be as expensive as Billingham. And he's proved himself in the Prem, and he had a good World Cup. McAllister from Brighton. Okay. So I feel like it would be because he's not going to be 100 mil. What's his price going to be? 40, 50 maybe? Well, his buyout clause is 70. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. He has a buyout clause of 70. Because they literally re-signed him right before the World Cup because they knew he was going to perform well. <laughs> Fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me it was McAllister just because I know it's going to be cheaper than Bellingham. And I feel like if they get him, you're getting a decent talent too. And I even feel like no matter, even like, I know Bellingham is good, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, are you going to really spend $100 million on him in January? I can see maybe yeah. in the summer. Yeah, I think but you need a, summer, you need somebody to fix your midfield right now. Yeah. And I feel like Amrabat's not a bad shout either. Definitely not. But uh, for me, McAllister, he's already proven in the Prem, done well, in form. I just feel like if Liverpool want to splash the cash on McAllister, but not really, really overdo it with Bellingham, McAllister's decent. Sure. Yeah. Now, 10th, your team. The Stinking Blues. The Stinking Blues. You mean the last team in England to win a Champions League Blues? Sure. Whatever will make you feel better. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not even just like, whatever. Anyway. Who should Chelsea sign this Technically, January? I didn't put anybody. Simply because of all the transfers that have happened already uh-huh. and are potentially still going to happen. Yeah. Personally... If I were to be able to sign one more player with no 
um, what's the word? Financial fair play. Yeah, basically. To happen, it's a midfielder, obviously, which we really haven't signed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two, obviously, all transfer window we've been linked with Enzo, who I think, easily in that midfield. Jorginho, you're gone. Enzo's taking your spot yeah. as a playmaker. Um, we need a CDM, and I want to say Declan Rice. So, like, I don't know who to pick out of two because I don't know who we're more desperate to have. But I think, personally, for the transfer window this one, I'm going to go with Enzo only because if, realistically, if you play Gallagher more up top instead of Mount, who will play more box-to-box, mm-hmm. he's a lot better because Mount up top, all season has been atrocious, like, in that more attacking role. He's a lot better when you drop him a bit deeper. And if you have that with who Zakaria's already doing decent, you get Enzo in there, I think it's going to help you a lot better instead of a Declan Rice or another CDM. So I'm going to go with Enzo, I guess. Okay. Yeah. For me, kind of cheating, kind of not cheating. Sign Joe Felix. He's the little option to buy, though. I know. But that doesn't mean they can't work one out. Well, I mean, for the January transfer window, it's already too late. No, it's not. We just loaned him. Exactly. They're not just going to orbit. Oh, we got him on a loan. He played like 60 minutes, got a red. We're just going to buy him. I mean, they should, but. Exactly, they should. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying fair. they will, but I'm fair, saying that fair. they should. Fair. Um, the only other player that I can really think of. Which, again, is kind of cheating, but, like, I don't think Chelsea need to sign anyone else. Oh, definitely not. Except for a midfielder, but we've already wasted all our money. I would just say prioritize re-signing N'Golo Conte. I don't think so. I love him so much. I love him, but he's done. I just don't want him to go to another prime team. Fair, fair. But, like, if we re-sign him, it can't be, like, a lucrative deal where it's, like, super, like, expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean, he's, he's past his prime. But, like, he's, st- he's still, like, a beast. But, like, if we can get it, like, I just, I love him. It's, for me, I get attached to players sometimes. But, uh-huh. like, realistically, like, I got into the point this season where I'm, like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I know he's been hurt most of the season. But, like, he's going to continue to keep getting hurt. He's only getting older. Yeah. So, fair enough, though. I mean, he is definitely someone that we do need. Back on the pitch, because our midfield's atrocious. It is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're signing players everywhere else, so. <sighs> Which, I mean, people are getting mad about, right? But, like, well, for one, like, the financial fair play, fair enough, even though it's not technically financial fair play, because Bully found a loophole. Yeah. But, like, they're like, oh, why are we just buying so many attackers and wingers, blah, blah, blah. Like, everybody's injured. Like, why wouldn't we? Every other team would do the same thing. If they had more money, they would be like, even if they don't have as much money, they would be getting youth players or whatever to fill those positions. Like, we're just doing what anybody else would. Like, everybody's injured. So, true. I don't know. It's it's whatever. Um, Villa in 11th. I'm going to go with someone else that I've seen linked to Villa. They were, I think they were, he was linked over the summer. He's played for you, Unai Emery. And he plays on the wing. Tukawesa. 
I don't know how you say it, but the one of the area. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Um, decent player to put the ball into a striker. They they don't really have any wingers at all at Villa right now, except for Leon Bailey, who's actually been relatively decent recently. He plays on the left, right? But he plays. I don't know what side he plays on. For I want to say he plays on the left. Let me check. But um, I definitely think that they could use some winger depth because. Well, they don't I don't have any. does. Um, no, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, well, for me, originally, I was going for a forward in general. Mm-hmm. And then I picked a striker. Not realizing that they just signed a striker. Ron, round of applause. Round of applause. Yes, come on, you fire. Um, we'll miss you, Duran. I do think that someone like Duran, though, obviously is going to need a little bit of time. And I feel yeah. like someone that would be a decent... I, I'm stuck between two. So I'm, I'm going to tell you the one I think that maybe they should buy first. And the other okay. one is an afterthought. More realistically, Musa Dembele from Lyon. Okay. He's a little bit older, but he can score goals. Fair. I think he'd be decent in that team. I think Unai could use him to the best of his ability mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, the other player, though, was also a winger. And in my mind, I'm thinking Leon on the left. Um, they lost Ing, so probably Duran in the middle. And somebody who was also at Barcelona, who has been put on the transfer list, basically. Rafinha. Premier League experience. Quick. And just put the ball in the, you know, the yeah. final third for the striker to get to it. And somebody. Yeah. So... But I'm probably going to go with Dembele just because he's more experienced. Not in the Prem specifically, but I feel like Duran's going to gonna need a little bit. Hopefully, mm-hmm. obviously, he does well, but usually it doesn't happen that quickly Fair. for players. So that's why I have at Villa. 12th, Crystal Palace. There you got, brother. A player that i seen on Sunday. He actually had a pretty good game. Used to play for a Crystal Palace, actually. Uh, I didn't put him for that reason. Aaron Juan Basaka. But you know why I didn't put him? He's been doing decent. He has. But once Dalo comes back, is he really going to play over Dalo? But here's the thing that I don't like, maybe about if it's modern football itself in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants your left back or right back to be like a fullback. Like, the dude's just a regular right back. He's yeah. good at what he's very good defensively. Just because he doesn't go up and, you know, distribute the ball all the time and cross it the way Trent or Reese James does, doesn't mean he's a bad right back. Fair. So I think can't United letting him go would just be bad for United. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously I see why people are saying that. I've seen a lot of people say that, actually. I don't blame him. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a good defender. One of the best one-on-one defenders oh, on the wing 100%. in the world. Um, no, just like you, though, uh, I do have a right back, but I put somebody that could maybe sw- the opposite of Wambasaka, who can go up, is, you know, very fast as well, but could cross the ball and be more of a fullback, maybe shake things up a little bit on that side of the field for Palace. Mm-hmm. I always forget his first name, but it's like J- Jed or something, Jed? Jed Spence. Spence from Spurs. Not getting minutes. He's basically third of string. What's the point? If it's not alone, just go to Palace. 
I feel yeah. like it would benefit them a lot and him. Yeah. Get a lot of experience there. I think he'd be decent under Vieira. And he had a really, really good season last year to not play at all this year. Yeah. 100%. Doesn't make any sense. So I feel like somebody with his qualities should uh, move on at this point, get playing time, and, you know, it would really improve Palace. I think we're on the same boat for Forrest at 13th. Yeah, they don't need to sign anyone. No, no, but you sign like 21 players in the in the summer. To fuck off. I think they're up to like 22 or 23 now. My God. They just signed Chris Wood. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> Lester at 14th. Who you got? Who you got? Uh, where's Lester? Lester, Lester, Lester. Where do I have him on this list? Oh, my days. Oh. <clears throat> so, at first I was going to give him a goalie. Okay. But I figured, yes, the goalie situation might be a little rough. But I don't think it's all his fault. I think the team right now is just shit. Mm-hmm. Do I blame Brendan Rodgers? A little bit. Do I blame the board for not bringing anybody? A little bit. But I think their defense is trash. Okay. So, I'm going to bring in a defender. Govardiol, the Croatian. Okay. So, I'm bringing him in. Decent World Cup. He's been decent overall. Strong. Um, just something that Lester lacks in the back. Honestly, it's a mess. Fair. It's rough out here. Fair. Who you got? For me, you alluded to going for a goalkeeper. I actually am going with a goalkeeper. Funny enough, he's Croatia's goalkeeper, <laughs> Livkovic. You know, I was gonna. I had both of them on there, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna move the goalkeeper, and I'm gonna just stick with the defender because realistically, I feel like Leicester's problems are on like the actual like like outfield players because they could definitely do with a goalkeeper. But yeah, he's not gonna solve all their problems. No, but neither is a defender. But exactly, it's at like, the same time, I'd rather have a world class goalkeeper than one world class defender. Because at the end of the day, they're going to sell Madison to them, and so they need depth too. Exactly. I think there's just so much wrong with Leicester that you can't you can't be wrong in this situation. Honestly, anything you do, Vardy's you, old. You have a decent player in, in any position. You're not wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Leeds United. Leeds. Leeds is a hard one. It was for me. I originally had some midfielders in mind. Uh-huh. But I figured I don't think that's the, really their problem. Okay. So I went more attacking minded. And I have two players for them as well. Okay. I think my first choice would be... I don't think Bamford is really going to end up living to his expectation anymore. Okay. He's so inconsistent. He's just... He's not it right now. And for them to stay up, they need somebody to put the ball in the net. So I'm going to go with Mbolo, the Swiss from Monaco. For a second, I was like, who the f... But I know exactly who you're talking about. But I think he recently went to Monaco, no? He left Gladbach, like, I want to say the summer. If not, maybe at some point last year. It's a good question, but I can't answer it. Because I have no idea. And he's only like, what, 24, 25? 26 max? So I'm, like, thinking, I think he would be, you know, the first option. But if they can't, I think for the season itself, to have somebody, not just with experience, Premier League experience, a little bit on the older side, but he can score a goal. Vidra. 
was he Burnley man? Burnley man. Yeah. I think Vidra would be. De- I think they just need somebody to, like to start scoring goals because I think that's what they like the most. Fair. For me, originally, I was considering, and I've seen shouts from the fans, to bring Rafinha home, hmm. back to Leeds. I thought about that. I don't think he'd go though. I agree. But someone that hasn't been talked about much recently, um, that I think would do well or decently well, Ismaili Sar from Watford. Still young. All they do is realistically just send attacks in waves. They don't really have like, they have Noto, they have Somerville. Everyone else is injured on their front line. You know, I'm mad, though, because I had him for another team. But I think Leeds. Leeds makes more sense for him. Right. So I'm kind of like upset of where I, I put him. Because now that you say that, it does make a lot more sense for him to go to Leeds. Small saw, yeah. But I also think they still, even if you have a player like that, you need a better striker. They do need a better striker. The thing is, A, it's January. B, your Leeds, you're battling relegation. Like, you have to kind of take what you can get at this point. Yeah. No, 100%. That's, that's, that's a great shout because I have him for somebody else, but he will probably fit Leeds' play, uh, way of style, like, way better. Um, West Ham. What were we thinking? I'm going to be honest. West Ham, overall, kind of shit. It's not even their players, though. I blame Moyes because they, they did it so well last year. Like, what, what changed? I don't know. Um, they did just bring in Danny Ings, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the man loves uh, the Clarendon Blue. He does, he does. It was really tough for me because, like, I don't think West Ham's squad is bad. Mm-mm. They're just severely underperforming. They're still in the uh, conference league, right? Honestly, I have no idea. Let me check. Um, no, I don't think they are. Really? Don't they finish like 6th or 7th this year? They came 4th last year. 3rd. Remember they got knocked out in the semis? No, no, no. I'm talking about like in the league. Oh, yeah. In, uh, yeah, well, I, they must have come 7th if they're in the... I want to say they're in the conference league. Well, they might be in it. Or they might have been in it, but I don't know if they're still in it. I want to say they should be. Maybe. I don't know. Well, who do you Regardless, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, the squad isn't that bad, in my opinion. One of the things that really lets them down is the defense. Someone that I think they could bring in that would be pretty good in the back, whether you play him next to Kerr, who's been playing right back. You play him next to Zuma. Used to play in the Premier League. Chris Smolin. Hmm. It's a bad. I like that low-key for West Ham. Yeah. I like that. I feel like that's the type of player West Ham always signs. Kind of like Paqueta. Like, yeah. like big clubs want him. He ultimately doesn't go to the big club. Yeah. Goes to West Ham. Yeah. No, I thought about defenders, and originally I had Gar- Gar- Garvalho. Yeah, fucking creation. I had him for West Ham as well, and I decided that uh, I think Leicester were going to need him more. And I ended up going with a midfielder for West Ham just to ha- add a little bit of depth. Okay. Uh, 
And I went with your choice for, uh, what you chose for Liverpool. I'm Rabat. Oh. For West Ham. At first, I was like, the fuck? You picked the fucking Bellingham? Bellingham? I was like, <laughs> no, that's not realistic. Imagine. Uh, nah, I feel like, uh, depending on how they play, if Moyes gets sacked, if they play like Rice and Amrabat is like two center mids, you know, they can play together. Uh-huh. They could complement each other nicely. If not, he could just be depth because if they are in the conference league, they're going to need it if they want to win a trophy. That's really all they got left. True, true. So I think Amrabat would be a decent shot for them, especially if they stay up, get a new manager, and work with what they already have. If nobody really leaves, maybe one or two, Rice probably going to leave. But if you have Amrabat, you should be okay for a season or two until like, you get somebody else to really, that's younger, to fill that place because Amrabat is a little bit older. I'm looking at him for more depth for the most part. Because um, if Rice gets injured, West Ham are just going to get worse. So, that's what I got for West Ham. Um, I think they were more tricky. Because there's really nothing wrong with them, but at the same time, there is. Yeah. Like I said, it's like, the squad is fine. It's just that they're severely underperforming. Right. I think it's similar to Leicester in a way, where obviously you can pinpoint where things are going wrong, but at the same time, it's like, they shouldn't be with yeah. the squad they have. Um, which brings us to 17th, the Mighty Wolves, who are severely underperforming. Uh, I was originally going to go with a striker or a forward. Uh-huh. But they just signed a forward. and uh, Mateus Cunha. And they also got Saliba. Did they? From PSG. Let me check. I'm 90% sure they did. Elevator music. Pablo Sarabia. My phone. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. <laughs> somebody said he looks like if somebody tried to dry, draw Diego Jota from memory, that's what he would look like. <laughs> uh, I'm dead. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, they, they got... um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still looking at it. Sarabia, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I figured I don't think they really need another forward. They already have a lot. Um, the ones they already have are underperforming, but obviously that's why they brought them in. So, I was going to say they're struggling. Usually, when you have, when you're conceding a lot of goals, your defense and all that, and I don't think their goalkeeper inside is bad at all. Mm-hmm. Their defense is lacking a little something, something. So I'm going to go with depth and experience and say Pau Torres from the Ariel. Okay. I feel like he'd be decent. He's worked. Oh, what's the wrong team? I was going to say he's worked with Emery, but he's at Villa. I don't know why he th- I thought he was at Wolves. I thought Villarreal yellow and like the Wolves is yellow. So I'm like, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, either way, it's experience. He's not bad. He's decent. Villarreal has always been a top 10 t- uh, side. Wolves uh, could really use him. In my opinion. Fair. They also just brought in Lopetegui. Yep. So, you know, he's, he's, he's got Spanish links. Um, for me, Wolves really need a lot of things. And although they brought in Cunha, I just don't think he's enough. Me neither. 
it's kind of boring because like it's wolves and everybody always makes the joke that it's Portugal FC, but like Giancarlo Ramos. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was I was thinking about some players that either were Portuguese or played in the Portuguese league, but I feel like they need somebody because I mean the Portuguese league for the most part it's younger players, so I want somebody with more experience just just to save them from getting relegated this year. Yeah, because it is a January transfer realistically. Like you're not you're not going to like for the most part to build off your team. It's just true. Now if you're in this position, survival. It's yeah at this point. So I think Torres, um. Ramos, too, I mean, they are severely lacking up top. I mean, Jimenez hasn't been the same since he almost died. Diego Costa hasn't done shit. He's old. Who I mean, knows if these new... Adama hasn't done anything since he's come back from Barca. He hasn't done anything since before he left to Barca. To be he honest. would assist. He, would, he, he knew how to put the ball in. That was it. Yeah. But like he did it well, at least, because on the other end, it was always Jimenez, and he was in form for like two, three years. Um, so I don't know if these other players are going to be enough, but at this point, just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Cause yeah, cause I was even going to go for a midfielder, but I said, I think their defense is lacking more probably Bournemouth. I'm going to let you take it away. Cause I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, come on, dude. Somebody has to have somebody for Bournemouth. So here's the thing, right? I know they need a right back. But I don't know what right oh back would be, would be willing to go <laughs> to Bournemouth. <laughs> um, they some, did just sign a winger, which is they? pretty cool. What do they got? I don't know who the fuck he is, bro. I can tell you, though. I'm probably going to go with a striker for them. Because the only player I kind of thought of, but I don't think it's realistic, simply because it's a striker from also the Premier League. Uh-huh. Of a team who's also struggling. Oh, he got an assist in his first game for Bournemouth. Who did? Highly rated winger Autoara from Lorient. He's fucking... Yeah, African dude. He's from Burkina Faso. Or some shit like that. I think that's what, what this country is. Oh, yeah, Burkina Faso. Okay. Yeah, I think I might have seen that. Um, no, I was going to say that like I would go with a striker low-key. But I don't know. I don't think it would. It's not realistic because they're also from a struggling prem team. Shea yeah. Adams from Southampton. Okay. Um, the thing is, is he is on the way out though. He is. But like, I don't think he's if. Well, I feel the, like he's gonna stay in the prem, but he wouldn't leave it in January. And even if he does, he's not gonna go to someone that's struggling as in, well in nineteen or gonna, in in, in yeah. seventeen sixteen. I could actually see my Leicester low key. Maybe. I feel like there's a decent shout. If they get a good playmaker after Madison or Tillman's leave, well, mostly Madison, uh-huh. get Shea Adams there with somebody there, I feel like that's decent, low-key. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. But that's if Leicester survives. Um, yeah, Bournemouth, they were rough to look for because I've seen one, no, I think I've seen two or three games this season. One was obviously against Chelsea. I don't know who the hell they faced in the other game. They can look very good at times, but very poor in others. Yeah. I don't know what the problem is because I don't watch them consistently. The little research I did on them didn't help whatsoever. So I apologize if you are a Bournemouth fan. Let us know what you think you guys need. We will bring it up in the next pod. 
if you actually bring it up, but one, if you're listening to us, you're probably American, and if you're an American that supports the Prem, or a team in the Prem, I mean, you're not supporting Bournemouth. Yeah. So. Loki, I think Bournemouth's one of the only teams at the Fan Fest that I didn't see representation for. You saw Forest? Yeah. Spurs? Yeah. Hella Spurs. Oh my God. Southampton? Yep. Everton? Yep. I can see Leeds. West Ham, yeah. Wolves, I can see like a Mexican going there with a Jimenez jersey. No, there were actually a lot of Wolves fans. Really? Yeah. Brentford? Yeah. And there's only ones that are shocking to me. Yeah. I can see all the others one way or another, but at least in America, obviously. That I think Bournemouth's the only team that I didn't see representation for. Are we surprised? No. <laughs> Realistically, they're not even a Premier League <laughs> club, bro. No disrespect intended. But. Um, in <laughs> second to last place, it's ever done. The mighty have fallen. They weren't that mighty, but it's okay. I, I predicted this. The second best team from Liverpool. I'm glad. This is where I put Smalley SR. Fair. Because I think if uh, Cover Lewin starts getting more uh, more balls in the box, because obviously he could uh, get ahead of ball in quite decently, as we've seen, put his foot in to get a goal, mm-hmm. scrappy little goal. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sark could help with that. Fair. And I don't think Everton are bad, like as a team, like their squad. It just didn't work out with Frankie. They got some ballers. But the thing is, I don't know if the Frankie was the issue because even with before him. No, it's not like going he, downhill he significantly. Saved him from getting relegated. Even Ancelotti couldn't save him. Maybe they do need to get relegated to clean out. Yeah. You know, and then just come back. They maybe. have to restart. It'll be the first time they're ever relegated, by the way. I think I saw that, yeah. Um, but I think if they do have a chance, um, Calvert Lewin, I think he's just not really. Getting any service. I don't think they have a bad midfield. Even their defense is not bad. Yeah. They have a good goalie. Decent goalie. It's just... I don't know. I think ever since Deli Ali went, he he did something, man. He cursed them. Everybody's going to end up being off the Besiktas. Uh, the scenes when Deli Ali and Van de Beek <laughs> both said... We're not going to join Newcastle because they're battling relegation. And then their team, the team that they joined, is literally getting relegated a season later. And a big. He's there right now? No, but he was last season. Oh, okay. He went on long in January. I thought he meant right now. I don't know. No. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, for me, Everton is one of the other teams that I didn't put a player for. But the reason, I didn't, the reason I didn't put a player is because I put a manager. Fair. Bring in Sean Dyche. I'm not mad. Premier League proven. Hey, he he, can, he, he survived with win. Burnley, yeah. so he can do it with for, Everton. For a while. And he made him look like decent. he didn't want to. They were like the new Stoke for a while. Yeah. And so if he could do that with that Burnley squad, that, no offense, didn't have that much quality. Mm-hmm. Imagine what he can do with the likes of Calvert-Lewin, Iwobi, Demarai Gray. Decore. Decore. They got James Tarkowski in the back. Yeremina. He's there, but Pitchford. They're still playing fucking Seamus Coleman. Oh, my days. But they also have that young Ukrainian fullback who's decent. 
It's not a bad team. They're not like, bad. They're not bad. That's the, like so many of these teams. They don't have bad squads. They're just unlucky. Yeah. Last, Last place, but not least, Southampton. They I think this one was hard too. I think it was hard just because they need so much. Yeah, and see, I feel like mine is more on the unrealistic side because I don't think they're going to sign someone who other teams might be looking at already because they fair. always end up getting youth players and stuff. Fair, fair. Um, I didn't go with a striker or forward in general because I don't think they're lacking so much in that area. I think their midfield is okay for the most part. Considering, I mean, that they're going to be struggling anyway. I'm not saying, like, oh, they're good. Like, they could be intense. But their defense, I think I was aiming more towards. But overall, I ended up being a, being a goalie. Livakovic. Okay. I feel like their team isn't so bad that if they actually had a decent keeper, I think they would might have a couple more points. Yeah, those for my research. I don't. I don't see them really being that bad. If maybe, maybe even the manager. To be honest, Southampton can be a an a lot more exciting team. Low key, they're just not. They could be. They do have some ballers. To be fair, it's just not working. They've they've also recently made some signings. Um, and even I think even they're like not as high profile as some of these other teams, yeah. but like they I they have a better squad than Everton. And I mean, if you better think about than it, Bournemouth, they're in the semifinal of the Carabao Cup. So like, yeah, so they're Although doing they're not, there's something there. Yeah, they're not doing well in the league, but like they're still competing. I think if they have confidence more in the back, because obviously people say you know the defense wins you titles, not just games. Yeah. Um, I don't think defense. I they could probably invest in a defender as well, but I feel like if you know they had a goalie. That was reliable. I think they'd be okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who you got? Again, like I said, I, I didn't really know who to pick because they they struggle in a lot of areas. But someone you alluded to earlier that I think that would would do Southampton well, because unlucky for Southampton, they have two really good fullbacks. Mm-hmm. The reason I say it's unlucky is because they're always fucking injured. <laughs> Livermento is always injured. Man, uh, I want him to go back to Chelsea. And Kyle Walker-Peters is always injured. He's a baller. And now he's playing left back because they don't have a left back. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, even yeah. their defense. Like, if anything, you can look at their center backs. But, like, they're not even that bad either. Yeah. Um. So, with that being said, one player that I think would be decent to go to Southampton. Not getting very much game time. Mm. Is a wing back, but a very attacking one. And I don't know if they could do it on a permanent deal. But alone would be decent. But alone would be decent. And he's not playing right now. Not Jed Spent. No, it's not. Tariq Lamptey. Very good shout. He's young. He's got pace for days. And he hasn't been playing. And he doesn't play. But he's a baller. To be fair, he can't really defend. But if you're Southampton, you need you're going to concede anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you need someone that can help provide attacking 
No, but he's a baller, low key. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he is a baller. Like, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Lamptey, I like Lamptey. Another Chelsea product. Yeah. Um. That's our list, huh? That's our list. Some of them unrealistic. Some of them pretty realistic. <laughs> I try to be as realistic as possible, but obviously some of them are a bit less simply because. I mean, for one, some of the ones that I said already play with the Prem team. Yeah. And some others, maybe, for some of these, I guess, smaller teams, they don't have the pool, so. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is, like, it may seem unrealistic, but, like, it's the Prem. Everybody wants happens. to go to the Prem. Yeah. I, I can see McKinney going to full him, Muve, simply because it's the He's Prem. going to Leeds. He's not going to Leeds. He He's not going to Leeds. He, they literally are going to sign him tomorrow, probably. <laughs> Like genuinely, he said he's down. They made the bid. He wants. He Juve, wants. He wants the American dream with Leeds, huh? And Juve said, "Like we'll sell him to any Premier League team that wants him." Because they know they're gonna get some decent money because so, they're in trouble. Might be going to Leeds. You know, there's gonna be three Americans. You know, the streets are saying that Chelsea sure. wants to buy the uh, the 15 points Juve lost. <laughs> Where would that put him? <laughs> Sixth. <laughs> nah, Loki. That would actually put him in like. Challenging for the title. I think they would surpass, uh, what's it, uh, United. You had 15. They'd be third. So, yeah. Wait, no. Let me see. Where's Chelsea at? Yeah, they'd be be third. Yeah. Right under City. By a point. Damn, it's so crazy to look at the goal differences and you look at the first three teams. Plus 29, plus 33, plus 22. Then you got United at plus 7. Brighton plus 10. The fourth best goal difference of the Premier League. Brighton. Even without Graham Potter for a month already. They're doing their thing. Well, while we're on the topic of the Premier League, this weekend was a fun weekend. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask you at the beginning. I keep forgetting. Me, How was your weekend? Me and a friend went to Orlando, Florida to Premier League Fan Fest hosted by NBC on Peacock. I don't know why I'm saying all that. Yeah, I mean, are you getting paid? <laughs> Should be. <laughs> I wish. Nah, the Fan Fest is rigged though. They won't come to Chicago. They're scared. No, but it was fantastic. It really was. Oh, I bet. I saw all the videos and the, stuff. The first day, there was like they said there was like 5,000 people. And then the second day, they said there was more than 5,000 people, but I don't know how many exactly, because we left early. Like, as soon as the game ended, we left. Mostly because Jay was depressed that United lost. <laughs> and then I was just yelling, Arsenal, Arsenal, Well, you're in your Newcastle kit? And I was, I wore it the first day. I didn't wear it the second day because, like, they didn't play. They didn't play. Yeah. So I didn't want to be that guy. Did you, by any chance, see uh, Florida Man? No. Oh, no Florida Man? No, unfortunately not. Well, you mean fortunately, Florida man kills people, where he robs people or steals your cars. Florida man is dangerous. Well, I didn't have a car, so he couldn't steal it. It's very true. Your Uber. I did actually have a, a little sus Uber driver. Bro? Yeah. Oh, God. It was a Puerto Rican guy. Oh, God. And he was like, yeah, I don't speak English. And I was like, that's fair enough, bro. Like, whatever, right? They speak Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, like he did speak English, and not very well. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're talking or whatever. And so, like, when I first ordered the Uber, it said he would be there in a minute. 
10 minutes later, he calls me. He's like, hey, I can't find you. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me to do, bro? I'm not from Orlando. I don't know how to get around. Hey, don't people from Florida drive crazy as hell? So I'm like, I'll change my pickup destination to down the street. He's like, all right, bet. I change it. Says he'll be there in five minutes. 15 minutes later, he finally oh pulls up. God. We get in the car. This man starts driving 75 miles an hour. <laughs> I'm like, how did how did it take him so long to get to us if he's driving like this, bro? But how many Ubers did you take? Was he the only Uber you took over there? No, he took four. Don't they all drive like very like fucked up? Nah, he was the only one. Really? Yeah. When I was in Florida like a couple years ago, like everybody else was driving crazy. Like it was it was it was not a good time driving over there. I was a little concerned because the last Uber that we took back to the airport was this lady, and she was like laughing to herself. Oh my and I was damn. scared, but then I, f- I realized that she was listening to something in her AirPods. Uh, so I was like, oh, thank God. She's not just laughing. <laughs> she was going to kill you guys. <laughs> she was going to check you guys off your list. I was terrible. <laughs> I was terrified. I'm not going to lie. But no, uh, it, was a, it was a fun trip. Um, oh, dude, it looked fun, 100%. I was like five meters away from Tim Howard, Rebecca Lowe. Did you touch his bald head? No, unfortunately. Cheers? No. Cheer didn't like, he didn't go near anybody. What a bastard. I know. Unfortunately, but I got pictures with Shay Given, Newcastle legend. I saw you. Yeah. Met Steve Harper as well, another Newcastle legend keeper. Played for twenty years at the tomb. Was it like centered around Newcastle players? Well, after the Newcastle game, they had a Q and A. Hmm. So it was the two goalkeepers. They hosted a Q and A, and I'm pissed because I kind of tweaked. So like they did this thing at the end of the Q and A. They were like, "We have two jerseys. They're signed. We're gonna give them away." There was probably like 30, 40 people there. So like the odds weren't that low to get the jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, unfortunately, one of them we're already giving away because it's this person's birthday. All those fucking cunts. So we're like, fair enough. That means there's only one jersey left. I don't know how aware or how much you keep up with Newcastle, but recently Dan Byrne went a little viral for doing a a little goal celebration in the locker room. (laughs) He did a little dancey dance. So Shay Given said, Whoever can recreate Dan Burns' dance the best gets the second jersey. You didn't do it. I didn't. I didn't get up and you dance. fumbled the bag. Yeah. You would have won that. At first, there was literally one person. For like two minutes, there was one person that did it, and they were like, "That shit was terrible." But you're the but only if, person. But if no one else does it, then you get it. And then like three other people went up, so there was literally four people out of like thirty that. did So you would have. So I could been you out of five people. Like you're the yeah, fifth. Yeah, so I would have like been the fifth people. person. But I was like, no, nah, I can't. I wouldn't have given a fuck. I should have did it. You should have just shook your ass for the jersey. They were all terrible as well. Oh, my God. I mean, God. I wouldn't have been any better. I, I didn't see the video. What was the dance? But, like, I don't know how to describe it exactly. No, do it for me. I'm not doing it. No, let me re- record it for the TikTok. No, no, no. No, no, yeah, yeah come on. Don't be shy. Fuck. Don't be shy. He's going right, to do it. Fuck it, boy. He's going to do it. He's getting up. He's getting up. I'm recording. I'm recording. Let's see it. Let's see it. Oh, oh, oh. He did. I'm disgusted. That's definitely going up at one point. That has to. But yeah, I didn't do it. And then this girl ended up winning the, the freaking thing. And like, I, so like, during the Newcastle game, there's like a, a whole crowd of Newcastle fans. <laughs> so I like, can't get over the standing, dance. standing next to each other. And they ask like, oh, like, how long have you been a Newcastle fan? But I was wearing my hoodie because it was actually a little chilly. But chilly, in it? So I was wearing my hoodie so nobody talked to me. 
Partially because, A, I didn't want to speak to people. I just wanted to watch the game. I feel like that was the one place I would be able to, like, want to talk to people. Well, like, I did, like, I spoke to people. I just didn't want to, like, answer all these questions about Newcastle and why I'm a Newcastle fan. Because most of them are probably, like, a year old? No, no, no. They were all old people that, like... Oh. Like, like they not, like, old, old, like... Middle-aged. 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one lady, she was like, yeah, I gave everyone here their kits. Like, half of these people, they're my kids. She huh. had a decent kit collection. Just Newcastle. That's crazy. That's pretty sick. But anyways, so uh, they asked this one girl, like, how long have you been a fan? And she was like, oh, like three years. Fair enough. She's the one that won the jersey as well. Oh, that fucking bitch. I was like, damn. She did not deserve that. She did, She wasn't there in the championship. She wasn't, she wasn't in the relegation zone. She wasn't in the championship. She wasn't there during... What's his face is the, the manager? Steve McLaren. No, the other one. The one that... Steve Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Pardew. I wasn't that bad. Rafa Benitez. It was your only golden moment in the last, like, 10 years prior to the Saudi takeover. Pardew wasn't that bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Pardew was good, but Benitez was, like, you're, like, oh, yeah, golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, a, it was a fun experience. There were hella people. Had a, they gave out a lot of free stuff. Hmm. I, I, bought a, I bought a hoodie. That's at a Premier League Fan Fest, Orlando 2023. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. I literally just guessed that. They didn't know exactly <laughs> what it said. And it had like the little logo on it. The Prem logo? No, the like the Fan Fest logo. Oh. It has the logo. logo? Yeah. That's dope. But you could have also, like they screen printed, like they printed it there. So I could have got the Prem logo. Oh, okay. But I was like, I want that one, obviously, because... So I want to remember. Yeah. I bought that hoodie here. But yeah, it was fun as hell. Yeah, Can't wait true. for the next one. I definitely will be back. I'd Depending on where it is. Yeah, I feel like... like It's only worth it if it's somewhere nice. Like, I was talking to Jay about it, because we obviously went, and we were like, it's Orlando, so, like, fair enough. But if it was in Philly this time, I'm not going to Philadelphia. I would. Fuck that, dude. I would go to Philly. Because, I mean, I went to Orlando, like, five, six years ago, but, like... It was mostly Disney and all that, but, mm-hmm. like, even as I saw with, you know, my 15, 16-year-old eyes, I feel like, other than Universal and all that, which is expensive, for the most part, isn't it? Oh, it is hella. Yeah. See, Orlando doesn't have much to offer. Like... What do you mean? I went to a hockey game for the first time. You went to a hockey game? I went to a hockey game. I didn't see that. Watch the Orlando Solar Bears. You posted on your story? I don't even know. No, you didn't. I don't think I did. You didn't post that anywhere. No. See, but other than that, like, Orlando, it don't got much to, like, I would go to Philly because it's a walkable city. So you're able to walk around and see stuff, at least. Fair, fair. Like, I like that when it comes to cities. Yeah. Like, I'm pro Ricky Pews. Wants to leave LA because it's not a walkable city. So. Yeah, I mean, shit. Hopefully it's in a nice destination next time. Chicago. If not Chicago, hopefully it's at least in, like, Nashville or, like, Texas or... I feel like I wouldn't want to go to Nashville. Portland, Seattle. Okay, I'd go to those. LA. I feel like Nashville is going to be super country and, like, most of the people there are just going to wander in there not knowing what's going on and be like, football, I like football, who playing? And then it's going to be like, oh, Arsenal and City. What the fuck is that? Get this out of my face. Even though they say Nashville is a very, like, pro-soccer city. Yeah, they say, like, the capital of the United States. I don't see it. Allegedly. 
I'm going to have to find out later this year. Yeah. <laughs> when I get jumped for wearing my fire kit when they lose 2-1. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, how long have we been going? Uh, hour 12? Hour 12. Yeah, we should probably call it. Probably. Anything else? No, that's it. Um. Yeah. Oh, R.E.P. the uh that Charlotte player. Oh yeah, Anton Walks. Yeah, Spurs Academy, right? Something like that. Was it Spurs? I don't know who it was. Oh no, I feel disrespectful. But R.I.P. Boating accident mm. in Miami. Yeah, it's not that uncommon for that to happen. It's not. Even in Chicago, in the lake or in the dunes, you end up in the river the next day. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. Anything else happened? Milan got clapped today by Lazio 4 0. Napoli's running away with the league. Inter beat Milan 3 0 in the Coppa Italia. What is it? The Super Coppa Italia. Yeah. Barca beat Madrid in the Coppa Espana. Yeah, they won the title. Um, You know, one thing I did, like, I, sh- I didn't know who to. to- like one player that I wanted to link somewhere, not link, but like say that someone in the Prem should sign him. And I was thinking like, like a Palace or an Arsenal, but at the same time, I don't see it being realistic, so I didn't. Eduardo Camavinga. As I was doing my research, a lot of people wanted like uh, City or Arsenal to sign like either Camavinga or Shoumeni. Shoumeni. Yeah. But I'm like, well, well, the that's thing not is, gonna is happen. Like, Kamavinga's more realistic because he's not playing right now. When yeah, he, and when still. he does play, Madrid's like, you're fucking shit. I don't know. So I, I still don't think it's that realistic. But that, yeah, that's why. That's why I didn't. Because I was like, yeah. it's not realistic. I, I wasn't trying to go for big names, to be honest. Maybe in the summer we could do a little bit more far fetched ones. But yeah, when people have more money to spend. Yeah, and it's not more of like trying to rebuild your squad or add to it. Right now, it's either. Yeah, it's not about a title push or a relegation battle. It's about for most teams improve your team. Yeah, tonight, you know. So, so you're not half. at the bottom, yeah. Or even for like those in the top three or four, it is to add for like that depth, that push. Yeah. Uh, like for Arsenal, for instance, I don't think anything really needs to be tweaked with your team, except you are going to need depth when it comes down to, you know, the last couple of weeks or months. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's only half for you, ladies and gentlemen. Like, follow, subscribe, share, and please reach out to us on social media. If you don't do it, then you're anti-football. I don't know. I was going to say something a lot more vulgar, but I decided not to. Final remark of the week. Bakayo Saka is a star boy. Lennon is blue.